From Miami Beach, Florida, welcome to Believe. My name is Nicholas Upchurch. This is Natalia Menical. It's an honor to be with you. Thanks so much for being with us. We want to help you to succeed and help you to find your truth. Our website is www.believe.love. Find us on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash believe loves you. And iTunes, believe iTunes.com. Android, believe Android.com. Natalia, how are you doing? I am doing very well today. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been interesting. We're going to talk about that. And, <laughs> um, you know, it's really an honor to be with everybody. And it's an honor to be with you, Natalia. It's good to see you again. It's an honor to be with you, too. Thank you. Um, so we help people in a variety of categories, um, health and wellness, world news, our universe, money and business, and true success. And the first thing I wanted to talk about is there's so much anger. You know, actually, I sound like this. I guess immediately I go to like my show voice, like nice, I'm nice, you know, like this, like welcome to believe, like my very like official voice. But I was pretty freaking angry today. I just had a lot. I actually had to yell into uh, the bed um, before <laughs> before we came, and like I'm like yeah, Natalia, I'm not gonna be at the meditation, uh, and then I just <laughs> and and that's actually like there's a lot of anger I think people need to work through. Would you agree? We were just talking about that a little bit. Yeah, I think so, and I think it's good to have healthy coping mechanisms. So did that work for you? Yeah, I mean, we just need to let it out. Sometimes I have those moments too, where I'm like, <laughs> I, "Listen, I just need some alone time. I just I have to get it out, whatever." So yeah, no, exactly. I've actually, I think it's it's healthy to pro to transmute our anger into positivity. I mean, that's really. I think if anybody hasn't noticed, the world is kind of probably. We're all working on that. Everything seems to be a work in progress, right? So um, For sure. if we look at like gocure.com, um, which I'm pulling up on the screen for uh, YouTube viewers, gocure.com is a website that was created, uh, I guess, by Ellie Van Winkle, who passed away in 2001 at the age of 73, we see here. And there's a PDF on her uh, redirecting self-therapy. And basically, um, Ellie... Van Winkle was a neuroscientist, but she became a neuroscientist like late in life, like at like 60 or 65. She was actually in a mental institution for like 40 years. And uh, she actually cured herself of um, schizophrenia and a lot of things. Uh, there's, there's a lot more going on. The PDF is only five pages. You'll see at gocure.com. But, you know, you see the first headline here, Natalia, suppressing anger causes a tox a toxicosis in the brain, basically like toxicity. Repressed anger causes anxiety and depression. Um, and she actually not only cured herself, but then she became a neuroscientist and developed this method that was published in um, uh, the, uh, let's see, New York University School of Medicine. Um, this is called the Biology of Emotions, or she went to the New York New York University School of Medicine, and it was published, I don't know, in a medical journal, somewhere I think at the bottom of the PDF it talks about where it was published. Um, but basically, it was an amazing story, and she, um, she, she basically says in this PDF that the way you can actually, so you don't like blow up on others, uh, you can actually blow up like on pillows. Like a nurse came in, and literally gave her a 
a plate to throw at the wall and she was throwing them at the wall and she said that nurse like that led her to developing this method where she would like blow up and and basically get out all of those uh, that toxicity in her brain and she actually cured herself of everything and then like developed this method which essentially is is like when you feel like you're crazy like gonna go crazy like you actually need to do it like you can let it out and she recommends like beating the crap I don't think she says beating the crap out of but like <laughs> beating pillows and like actually redirecting it towards some of maybe your early caretakers or for me like my brother died and I had this idea of God and like uh, that let me down and the when I was young I thought the world was crazy so and not that we need to be mad at our parents or whatever but like apparently doing that um, uh, helps you because a lot of us have repressed stuff from when we were children. So what are your thoughts on some of that and how it might apply to the world anyway? I've heard of that before. I've actually heard uh, a lot of people go and work out to get their anger out, especially people that have... I, I feel like if you have an issue that's causing you anger, it's not really like it causes you anger one time in your life. You're carrying around that anger generally with you. Um, it's good to get that anger out. Uh, working out, I see a lot of people that go lift weights and they're like, ah! You know, um, or I've seen people actually do it, not always breaking stuff like you were saying, which I've seen people or they will go skeet shooting or people, you know, go to a shooting range and shoot guns healthy, not shooting at people, um, you know, uh, working out. Like I said, even going running people, even writing like I've seen people. Look right, at Eminem's kinda, old lyrics, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like stuff getting out, yeah. talking about stuffing his wife in a trunk, well, right? Yeah, which he didn't tough. do, but I'm like he's purging those angry thoughts, which to the rest of us looked super great. We were like, whoa. But I'm sure that felt like a really great release. I'm and sure I think it did. that as long as you're not harming someone else, throwing those plates at a person, do whatever yeah, you need yeah, to do no. to get stuff out, because well, nothing good is no you shouldn't bottle up. I agree. And there's a lot going on, on in our world regarding specifically, um, you know, there's there's a lot with people uh, sexually, <laughs> like just bottom line, like people doing crazy shit. And it's a lot better probably to get it out uh, in a good way versus, um, you know, people get mad at their parents and then they become... Like there's some real problems going on in the yeah. news, specifically. You can't miss this story. I'm not. I'm not really going to get into it, but there's a big ass story right now, and I think like a lot of people, like we've almost been there. Like, or, I mean, at least specifically guys going crazy. Like guys, uh, they better work. We better work our shit out. I certainly know I've had to because um, I think that's where major problems come up when people like seriously repress things and then suddenly they just like go crazy you know and so I think it's an interesting thing uh, that scientifically it was found that repressing anger or different things can um, can cause like an actual change in the brain and then this lady like completely basically cured her problems with her brain and I think there's a lot of us <laughs> that need to do that, and some people more than others. I have heard of people saying that you can actually change the chemical makeup of your brain by kind of training yourself. Um, and that's difficult. That is way easier said than done. You know, um, but there's people that believe that you can kind of retrain yourself to react to certain situations with happiness, um, as opposed to 
maybe freaking out like you would. Well, that's, that, which, that's a which, good point. It, it's hard. That's, that's a good I point. haven't been able to reach that yet where I'm just like, hey, no worries. I'm no, no, I mean, which honestly, that is better. I, I've, no, I, I, I know what you mean because it is weird. Like, I've... I, I would think that, like, honestly, I think it's a pl- it's a it's a situational thing, because sometimes you can get trapped in the the darkness. But I still think, like you said, like skeet shooting or weightlifting or whatever, people going to clubs and spanking you, each other is a hell of a lot better than um, freaking out and like punching someone in the face. Yeah, or, or shooting the bad things that are like, happening with women. And I mean, you know, it gets yeah. yeah I mean, it's yeah. but but I would agree, like. Honestly, like the harmony part uh, and meditating and then like positivity, like yoga and kundalini yoga and qigong, like. And art, people, art. Uh, art. You need to express, like you were saying, to get it out. It, mm-hmm. You need to express whatever it is you're feeling. Some people, you know, for some people, it may not be an emotion of anger. It may be an emotion of sadness. It may be an emotion of frustration. That's something that you may only be able to express through a painting, through a song, through making music, through playing music. Uh, you really need to have an outlet for any emotion, positive or negative. Because if you don't, like you were saying, yeah, that's I when d- bad things can happen. Right, it's- and I just think I, I think that sometimes situationally the, the shit needs to come out. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's why everybody, we, we don't just watch Tony Robbins and then just 100% do it all the time. I mean, somehow there are some kind of cycles that are going on, and depending on where you're at that day, and for some people it's quite a bit different. Some people, I think, don't have to um, work this, these things out as much. Um, they kind of, like, like, they can be positive all the time. Like, they, they don't want to even... It is too much for them to kind of, like, have this role play of negativity because they don't want to fall into it or maybe it just doesn't resonate with them. But some people, they definitely need to, I think, work it out. I just think it depends where you're at. Right. At the time. For and sure. I still think it's just like people playing video games. Like, they're not going to actually start... In theory, like, they're kind of getting things out. They're not going to, like, go out, hopefully, right, with a gun and start blowing people away, um, we would hope at least. Uh, yeah. But um, it's it's a good debate because other people think, well, yeah, you know, if you do that, that's going to actually uh, create more of those feelings, like you're saying. I mean... I think that. I think that what you focus on expands. You... I know I keep referencing the Tibetan Buddhists, but um, ever since I was made privy to their way of thinking, I said, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Why didn't I know about this before? They train themselves to just see the good in every situation. Even they have books, uh, some of the teachings I've been given at least. I don't know all of their teachings, and I would love to. Um, I actually received a teaching that said, it was describing how you choose to react. So every circumstance has a decision that you're making. So a lot of people say, well, 10 out of 10 people would be upset about being stuck in this traffic. And they would scream and they would cuss out the person that just cut me off. Cut me off. So my feelings of anger are justified. They kind of believe, like, well, you chose to get angry. So actually the only person you can blame for your anger is yourself. And... I have found that the times that I've been able to say, and I feel myself starting to get like angry and worked up, I say, wait a second, what's good? What, what good is going on right now? And that is hard because, 
let me tell you something, that takes a lot of training. It's almost like the kind of training you need when you go to the gym and you're lifting weights and building your muscles. It's building an emotional strength, if you will. And um, I think that any type of coking mechanism, if that's breaking plates for you, if that's I don't know that. Or, I don't or have going, you know, through a walk a or lot. running. I clean the same plate. Yeah, so it's like, I'm not going to break this. Right. Plate. My only plate, that would be. But yeah, like you're saying, any. Right. Well, I I just think that uh, I think different lingering. things work for different people. Yeah. And it depends when you're catching them. Uh, and also, I think that ultimately, that is, that is you know, there, I've talked to doctors that are neurosurgeons uh, and different. Yeah, like there can be 20,000 versions of your brain. Like that definitely works. There's a lot that works. Mm. Like there's no question that what you're saying works. You can meditate on the same phrase like I am happy and you can say it like and actually I've done that and it works. But I found like there's some deep seated stuff inside of people sometimes deep seated anger. And sometimes it might take a variety of ways to uh, work with that over time so you can become more like that. I mean, for some reason, there was, there have been certain things, and I'd like your thoughts on this, where it's like, I if I did this every day, like kundalini yoga for me, like, um, I was like, yeah, if I did this every day, I would be like a different person. And I, yeah. and I did, uh, I didn't do it every day, I did it every week, and I would be good for like two days, and then something inside of me, like I wasn't doing it every day, but... What, what I have asked, like this lady in Sedona, Arizona, who was like a, gave me this reading, which was my first one. And I had this other reading. It was just like made up, like nonsense. But then this one lady knew like everything, like without me telling her anything. And it was like, what the hell is going on? So um, I guess the point is that she she was saying things can go in a cycle. Like it's not necessarily linear. Like sure, like the linear path would be I'll just train my brain. Like, I've, I've done that. I've done open-heart meditations, I've, and they all work. I can't say, they're like... They're awesome. Don't you feel so good afterwards? I do. Afterward, you're like, I want to tell everyone. I do, but sometimes there are other people out there, and we don't do what we know will work for some odd reason, and I want to give hope to those people because for because it may not be a linear progression you're going in. You may, you may be going in some kind of uh, helix or sort of a, a wave where you know this might this might work and for some reason you're not doing it all the time and then yeah you might have a time where you need to work through anger and then and then you can become more peaceful and more like the tibetan monks and then you know there might be another time that's a little tougher and then it even and then you're even more able to be harmonized and i think honestly without those tough times i wouldn't even know any of this i wouldn't even care like if it was that easy for me that I just meditated on one phrase, I'd be like a robot and I would have not looked into any of this. I wouldn't even be sitting here. I wouldn't care about any of this. And I, you know, so the people that they're a little bit crazy, like hopefully this gives you hope, you know, but I agree with you. I like, I like that philosophy. I just know that for some of us, for me, it hasn't been so easy. Oh, it's not easy for me either. I just heard it and I said, that's what I want to be like. This is now my new goal in life. Well, I love it. So but it's a great goal to have. And I, you know, for anyone that's feeling, you know, crazy, like you said out there, just know, been, know that we love you and yeah. so like, love yourself. So I think the progression could be like, I, for me, I used to get like really mad to the point where it took me out for days. And now it's like, 
I was slightly, slightly perturbed and like still could operate in the world. So like, that's a big win. And it, and it didn't, I didn't just do the same thing all the time. There were a lot of things that happened and then hopefully we can harmonize. And by the way, that's what's going on in the world. We're not going to just force everybody to agree with the same philosophy. And then all of a sudden everybody's going to be like, oh, well, Actually, there's some people that want this to happen. Everybody's going to be like a robot and just happy all the time. I mean, there's... I would love that. You, I'm one of those people. Well, like, I don't Maybe know. not like a robot, but just happy all okay, the time. that's good. Happy all the time, Happy all the sure. time is good. The robot part... Robot you know, part, eh, Happy all the time. You like Oh, it. yeah. Yeah. Oh, everyone happy? Imagine how cool that would be. I like that, too, but uh, unfortunately, <laughs> there, there are some tough things going on. There are. And uh, there might be some processes that are going on that are are tough to understand. So maybe this gives hope to that there is a process and it can harmonize in some kind of way. So tell us what you think. Leave your comments. How do you deal with your anger and transmute it into positivity? Because that's what I think we both agree that that would be good, right? Yeah. To transmute it. And we're going to talk about that in terms of energy and things as well. But leave us your comments on how you do that. How you, do you work out? Do you, uh, do you do art? And, yeah, and if you don't have the thing that you do, maybe this is the time for you to think about that. That's Leave right. It, if you just discovered that, let us know. Because um, I think everyone should have their thing. I know walking helps me. If I'm in a funk and feeling a little sassy, I'm like, let, I'm going to go on a brief, brisk little walk. I'll be back. And I come, I, you know, endorphins are released. I come back feeling like, okay. I like that. I got at this. That's for me. I, everyone has their thing. So if you don't have... That thing, and you're someone who suffers from anger or frustration, leave it in the comments. Tell us what you've come yeah, up with. Yeah, I would love that. And so that brings us to our next topic, which is really about energy as well. And um, so I guess for me what's been going on, so I've, I've been like detoxing. Like my eyes were, have been bugging out of my, well, my eyes were bugging out of my head. And um, What do you mean they were bugging out of your head? Well, there was a... Like literally? Or, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. there, yeah, like over time, there's been this thing where um, I was wondering, like, okay, I work, we've been working a lot. I know you've been working a lot too, but, you know, and everybody works a lot. That's great. But I've been like for years, like staring at a computer, which I chose to do. So I've had these things where I set up lights behind it and I do these different things to figure out... Um, why, like how to make it okay to work that much on a computer. Yeah. And um, so basically, uh, recently, like I, I solved something, like for myself at least. And what I did is I had a laptop and, it, and it's, made, it's made me kind of angry because I can feel all the energy like draining out of my head uh, and then feeling tired, but I know I'm getting better. Why? Because this has been happening for like months and months and I've tried a lot of things. And all I did is on the MacBook, um, which is not this computer, but I took a USB keyboard and plugged it in like a plastic one, not like a Bluetooth, no waves, come, a plastic one, and then like a plugged in mouse. And like immediately there's like an overnight shift um, and uh, all of a sudden, I'm completely relaxed here, and but I was like super tired. And then when I was a little tired, I got a little bit, little bit touchy, little bit touchy, little bit like you know, a little bit raw. 
a little bit raw. And but but a it's cranky. Yeah, it's little. It's good though. Um, and I want to talk about that because we're actually when we talk about you know our world, our universe, being happy. You know, we just talked about that working through some of your anger. Like we're actually like everything looks like blank around us. It's not. We're like fish. This is water. We're, this is not empty. We can't see. That's the problem. We just can't see it. There actually are ways to see more. Like, everybody's heard of, like, infrared and stuff like that. So we yeah. can see, like, 0.001% of the visible spectrum or something like that. Some, some degree far less than 1% of the visible spectrum we know of. And so we're basically, like, blind. So, uh, you know, we're all aware of, like, cell phone waves uh, or radio waves. Like, did okay, so before the cell phone came out, did cell waves exist? You know, it's interesting to think about that, right? Like, we, we discovered it at a certain point. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they weren't there. Yeah. Right. And, and the same with the radio. Like, before the radio, were radio waves bouncing around? Of course, you know, they were, they were already there. Like, if a dog and a cat can't see color, does that mean color doesn't exist, right? So, yeah, it does to us because we can see it doesn't to them. And so most of everything that's real and my what's come to me, we can't see. We're, we're, we're actually like everything real we can't see. So, um, or we tend to believe that things aren't real because we can't see them or measure them. They can't be weighed. Right. On, they can't be weighed on a scale. They can't be measured with a ruler. They can't be touched. They can't be painted. They can't be photographed. So we tend to say, well, we can't prove that it's untrue, but we also can't prove that it's true. So it must be false. You're right. Which, no, I mean, there's a lot that, and there's, there's a lot that isn't true. That, and not everything, you find your own truth. That's what we're trying to do on this show. You find your own truth. I'm just, yeah. we're just talking about what we've noticed, and then everybody notices different things. So what I know. Our noted, truth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, for you know. me. And it evolves. I mean, 10 years ago, if I would have, somebody would start talking about plugging in a USB k- k- keyboard and the energy from a computer's messing with me and all this shit, I'd have been like, um, yeah, like, okay, that's great, but that doesn't apply to me. And and maybe it doesn't apply to you, but for me... Right, this, be this, like, let me get back to Oregon Trail. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's I'm, that? Is that a game? That's the old game? You never game? played that? It was like on the big... <laughs> do you remember how Apple it. computers used to be? They were... I don't know. Was that's that how they were when I was in school? It was, was that huge. on the Oregon Trail? Was that Oregon the Trail. There was or a just computer. Oregon Trail. What was the? It was called Oregon Trail. What did do you, you do in that game? I. I <laughs> it's. <laughs> I briefly. It's a game that. where you would select. So I guess because we would play it in school. So I guess it was essentially trying to teach you survival skills. So. You would you know say hi. My name is Natalia, and you would pick you know your your traveling mates. So in this game, this computer game, you're in a wagon. Now it's like a very primitive computer game. It's not fan. There was no 3D graphics. Right. This is like very, you know, just almost yeah, like a game school. of Tetris, old right? This, but along the way, you could die from things like dysentery, like, and you'd have to use the money that you acquired, you know, to spend different things to to purchase different things, and you'd have to kill animals to to feed yourself. So you know. But you could die in the game, obviously, if you didn't come across um, something uh, to eat on the. It was Oregon like a survival trail. game, a survival game on a primitive computer. So <laughs> I like that. So um, yeah. So I did. Okay, so I didn't play. I I, I did play that. I think, but um, all I right, don't know so if it's a game you play now that there's technology. Like I think nowadays it'd be like 
Actually, I don't know. I don't know I if it no would idea. actually be pretty cool nowadays. Back then, it was pretty cool when I was like. So, anyways, yeah. computers and and all these things that. I, for, first of all, I need to get into the Oregon Trail. I want to. I actually want to know what that game looks like because I remember the name of it. I'm looking at our sound thing, and we have to after this show we have to adjust our sound little marker. Okay. Now this is good, yeah, because I think I turned yours up too much. But uh, anyway, am I like screaming? No, no, no not really. But oh. I'm watching it bounce up and down, and if it if it goes above negative six, then I guess it might be. Uh, Thing, but I'm the one that turned it up. So anyway, the Oregon Trail I have not played in a while, at least 15 years, but I remember the name of that game. So we're in this fishbowl, and like if you want to do something to the fish or if there are effects on the fish, you you do things to the water. You don't like, like, so that means like what's going on in the water here, uh, we're not even, we're not even talking about. And some people are talking about it. So I want to pull up um, cancer, let's see, here we go. Let's see, let's pull this puppy up. Cancer expert declares cell phone and wireless radiation as carcinogenic to humans. Um, an expert cancer researcher and advisor to the World Health Organization, International Agency for Research on Cancer, cancer has issued his scientific opinion that Radio frequency radiation from any source, such as the signals emitted by cell phones, other wireless and cordless uh, and sensor devices, and wireless networks, fully meets criteria to be classified as Group 1 carcinogenic to humans, uh, agent based on scientific evidence associating RF exposure to cancer development and cancer promotion. And then it goes on, Dr. Um, Anthony B. Miller. And um, the evidence indicating wireless is carcinogenic has increased and can no longer be ignored. And there are other studies from mainstream universities. So, so here's my point. So my point is like, I was more of a dick like five, six, seven years ago. And my goal was to be more consistently not a dick. <laughs> So that's why I started looking into all this Good stuff. progress. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I think I'm achieving it, although I have some tough... But yes, I am, because I, I know my baseline. My baseline was, like, pretty loony, and I, I, I'm less loony now, although not 100%. Like, this one company today, and I forgive them, and I ask for forgiveness, but, like, the, you know, the instructions were, you know, that, the little things can make us, me at least, a little bit mental. But anyway... So it's not just us. First of all, we can just be assholes. It's true. But in addition to that, <laughs> like there's other things going on. Like these these waves, uh, there is evidence, and not only evidence. Like I pull up scientific studies to because that's good. People like actual proof. But then just if you start doing Reiki and work with Qigong energy, meaning it's like any energy. Like you can put it out it's an intention and you let it flow through you and i've talked about that on episodes and uh you can start to feel things and um you can feel things from computers and it's not like they're not going to kill you now but my point is it's not the only way and so what 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 i mean is it's not the only way our technology has to be and I'm going to talk about what, what we're going to do to actually try to um, 
fix that. So, um, so like what was happening, and I don't know if you've had, have you had any friends go to acupuncture ever? Uh, yes, actually one of my childhood friends is an acupuncturist now. So she actually got me into that. She lives in Baltimore. Um, and wow. she, yeah, so I've actually, I was one of her guinea pigs, if you will, while she was in school. Um, because to become licensed, she actually had to see a certain number of patients and to provide a treatment plan for them. Acupuncture is awesome. So what did she do when she was when you were the guinea? You don't well, have any scars. I like well, that. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that was awesome to me. At first, I was like, "No way, needles!" Right. And she's like, "It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt." So I didn't really have any ailments. I was just like, "You're my girl. I'm here. You know, you needed me here. I'm doing the friend thing." And, How did uh, it feel when you did it? Or, it? I mean, what did it after? So I at first, the first treatment that she did, I did not feel anything. She did a treatment on my back that was a clearing treatment. And the only needle that pinched a little bit was a point that corresponded with my reproductive system. And when she was finished, I was like, I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I don't feel very different, right? And it wasn't until, sorry if this is too much information, but um, by I, I the next say, time I got my... I a child the next day or <laughs> <laughs> suddenly like there was a child like Jesus born or what? No, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So what happened? That was, a mu- that was months later. Um, <laughs> the next time I got my period, I usually would get really bad headaches and horrible just, just be out for a couple of days. Yeah. That didn't happen to me for three months. It was like completely took all of my symptoms away. Um, That's good. Yeah, completely. Um, and then, you know, as as time went on, like I remember there was a time that I was feeling very stuck and you can get acupuncture for mental fuzziness. You can I've, get acupuncture. I've had a lot of mental fuzziness. I've actually gotten acupuncture for that. Um, I felt a lot of movement uh, after that because they actually treat... I am not the expert on acupuncture, but I've had it explained to me. They actually treat based on different meridians through the body. So they incorporate elements like wood and metal and all these really cool things. And when she treated me for mental fogginess um, and a little bit of depression, I noticed a little bit of shift in that. I noticed it the next week, and I went back to get treated again the next week. Acupuncture is kind of a, it's not really a one treatment kind of thing. Um, I really noticed a, a progression, and acupuncture is its great for whatever ails you. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I mean, the What reason, about you? Well, you- I, that's the reason I brought it up, because it's very real. I mean, it's very real. I actually had acupuncture only the first time this past year, and for something that a doctor, I would have had, had to have surgery uh, at a place uh, for some inner ear thing um the acupuncture it was one time and it was gone the next day and it wasn't immediately the same day but it was the next day it was completely gone forever and and basically like before that with energy i have had a lot of uh experience feeling things that i when i was 20 i had no clue you know that i could was even possible to feel so it was kind of like a progression, like, oh, this might work because different things get locked up. Now, I will say, when you feel some tension, a lot of times it might be an invitation. And it's the same thing with our world. There's some dark, what some people would call some dark stuff going on. And I think that's, if we can, it might need the most love. I mean, people that might be running these satanic pedophile rings, uh, a lot of people want to kill them. And if it was our kid, we could 
if it was our kid involved, we're gonna, it's going to be much tougher just to say they need love. But that in general, like the darkest things, the way out a lot of times is to, uh, it's counterintuitive. Like sometimes I've had a lot of tension and I just let it go for months when I was younger or try to work out or, you know, like sort of like rawr. But it wasn't until I like sat there and like dealt with it with a feeling that it opened up. And then through that, through that tension, it could be like maybe gifts on the other side or so. So a lot of this energy stuff came up. Acupuncture and the meridians. Um, I agree with you. I also was telling my friend Dan, who had a stroke like five years ago, uh, he's had nerve damage. They shoot him up with Botox to to numb the pain in his head. He's been in the Detroit news for his story. And it was very, you know, it reminds me when you talk about your friend. But I finally this past couple weeks he went to acupuncture for the first time in rochester michigan i'm originally from michigan um and his pain was gone and i was telling him to go to acupuncture i didn't even know it would be gone but i was telling him like try it out kind of like bitching at him for like a year or two and like i understand people don't want to do these things and there's a lot of things i thought were i don't know about you natalia but like a lot of the things i thought were um uh, kind of BS, like they're ended. Like I, I was like, no, like that's great, whatever, whatever. Like Qigong, I was like, whatever, that's good. I even did a class, and then I was like, eh. And then like two years later, I'm like, wow, this has made a big difference, you know. So sometimes we push away things at first, and then they, um, they help. One thing that I've heard make people believers in terms for acupuncture, uh, my friend actually treats animals. Too. Really? She's an animal acupuncturist. So um, there are a lot of people that, you know, might not believe what a person says. Oh, sure. yeah, my pain totally went away. And you're like, yeah. What's what, happening yeah, with whatever. animals? Uh, she treats animals for pain. She treats animals for things like anxiety and, dep- you know. Do they, and does their behavior change? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then animal's not someone that's like typing an email being like, oh, my sadness from my last breakup just magically disappeared. <laughs> right? Because those people, you read those reviews yeah, and you're like, you oh, my God, what real. a crock of shit. You know? Right, right, right. Um, but she, excuse my language, but you know, like you know, it. that's exactly what you're thinking when you read some of these reviews of things like acupuncture or or whatever, Qigong, whatever type of energy Qigong, work. Some right. type, Qigong, yeah. So, uh, um, so well, it's important yeah, you, maybe to try it. Try I, it and see I, how you feel. I, th- I agree. So here's a here's a website. Um, I put to get to this website. You can Google. Uh, let me tell you what to Google. Da 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 da. Okay. So so first of all, you can Google things like Organite O R G O N I T E Orgone Energy O R G O N E Energy. Uh, we talked about this. There's been things with plants and these little pyramids. And, uh, again, I thought this was horseshit. And then, like, it fucking works. Uh, and, <laughs> honestly, like, I am the proof. And it, the only pe- the people who have known me for 17 years would know. Like, not, you know, maybe nobody else would because none of us know each other's baselines. But if you Google um, China Qigong Hospital, which is Q-I-G-O-N-G, the world's largest medicineless hospital, right? So they treated 200,000 patients. Uh, over the years, the centers treated more than uh, 180 diseases, the overall success rate being more than 95%. Cancer, diabetes, arthritis, heart disease. I saw a video where they shrunk um, uh, 
tumors. This method is called Chilel. Uh, the method employed by the center was developed by Dr. Pang. Um, and uh, it's four parts. And there are videos on some of this on YouTube. There are different ways of Qigong, uh, different sort of uh, disciplines, I would, I would say. Um, they also had, if you notice here, 26 Western-trained doctors there. Um, no medicine was prescribed, but um, doctors who preferred to be called teachers played on, only a minor role. And basically, the reason I bring this up is because I've experienced things that would have seemed impossible. And to me, this is the future. And we're talking about like the whole like fishbowl and everything going on. So there are things we can do energetically to kind of prove it to ourselves. If you want to, Reiki, Qigong, it's actually love. It's, and there are techniques and things and they're all, they all can be good. A lot of them can be good. Um, and then, uh, there are things that can be done specifically with electronics and even Wi-Fi. And now we have 5G. And these, these, there have been tests with DNA where you put a cell phone by it and the DNA is damaged, you know, from, and so like by scientists, like real, and then there have been studies and um, we talked about one with cancer. So. We're, I don't know how many people are going to see this, 100, 500, 1,000, whatever. But we're going to, I mean, I'm going to China in two weeks. Like, we're going to, through a company that's owned by our company Love or a, or a subsidiary or a sister company, try to be the first electronics company to address this, to... Um, to offer things that could actually harmonize things through electronics as opposed to the other uh, sort of damaging things. Because honestly, all of the water, like we need to be concerned with the water. Russian, when I've talked about this on the show, there's an episode on Russian pyramid research by mainstream universities in Russia where they built these big ass pyramids and they um, basically they would bring premature babies in, scientists that were going to die, and 20 of them ended up living because the energy is trapped in the middle and it harmonizes things outside of the pyramid. And that's a very simple way to describe it because I don't want to talk about it for like an hour. But I have talked about it for an hour, and you can watch it. And my point is a lot of these things that were built by – we think they're just like cool-looking, like from ancient civilizations. There's a hell of a lot more, more going on. Dr. Patrick Flanagan and the Sensor 5 pendant has also changed my life. There are things you can just put next to you that harmonize you, and there, there's nothing in them. It's like metal in a certain shape. If you look at the um, uh, Lakovsky – Lakovsky and uh, the way he was curing cancer with these copper wires or copper tubing in a certain way that was resonating with the Schumann resonance from earth that was just harmonizing everything around it just because of what material it was made out of and the shape. This is like real technology and there's a hell of a lot more there <laughs> that I don't know about, but I can tell you I know enough to know it's real for me and real as well, like factually. Like there, uh, there's a doctor. We're going to have a doctor do a study that's like an expert witness and has worked with uh, 
as an expert witness uh, either in cases involving like the either the FTC or the FDA and, uh, you know, like a real scientist. Uh, there are certain things that have been patented that have been proven to neutralize EMFs. And um, so this is very real. And actually, everybody has a cell phone. So hopefully we can uh, make some progress there. And I'm really excited to, to, I guess, announce that. And I know I mentioned it to you uh, before, but um, it's, it's pretty exciting because honestly, there's a lot we can do not only to improve ourselves, but we even talked about pollution in the earth before the show, but actually all of the things we can't see to harmonize things around us crystals black tourmaline that's now right. uh, what's really popular right now are the himalayan salt, salt lamps that's right those are huge right now and the claim is that it actually transmutes some of the the cell phone waves um and black tourmaline those are the two things that i've heard people going nuts about and you are a wealth of information when it comes to that because you have really done your research well you too and shungite there are studies oh you not know, as much as you on that the, you the are shungite the, um which is similar to black how do you pronounce tourmaline. it tourmaline tourmaline which it's i have like i couldn't pronounce qigong i was it's okay you know, and it starts i know with how Q. to i know how to spell to, it, it when like you learn a word from reading that's a word like that you're like oh whoa i should have practiced like qigong, that but um <laughs> Black tourmaline, I have one of those at home. I got a little thing because I saw that. And Shungite, there have actually been, the, the Russian military uses that for EMFs. You know, that's one where there are actually like mainstream studies um, as well. Shungite's very amazing. It's actually black. It looks mm. very similar to black tourmaline. So that one is really amazing as well. So, um, so just be aware. It doesn't mean like still like I have to work on all the things that we talked about in terms of... Uh, we can, we can work on our brain, we can work on our opening our heart and like our patterns and then doing positive things and training our brains. We can do that too. But then there, there are other things and we can meditate, do yoga and or do punching bag, you know, like sort of kickboxing or weightlifting or whatever. And then there's also like a lot going on out here that we can actually be aware of. Um, and even, you know, even if there are people that actually don't want us to be or that might like the fact that they, I don't know, I hope it's not true and I forgive them if it is. But, you know, um, even if there are people that want this to be the case, so we do fight with each other and uh, they, they know these waves are causing problems. And, and again, we, we think, would that happen? Would we ever, well, we enslaved people for like hundreds of years. And also we had, we had cigarettes. Uh, and they were everywhere. And, like, what, I just watched HBO, The Deuce, uh, this new show. And, like, the, the, in the entire movie, it's, like, in the 70s, like, in the police station, like, the police officers are smoking. The, the people getting arrested are smoking in the police station. Like, everybody was smoking. Like, in offices, like, everybody was smoking. Like, sure, I guess maybe somebody could say we didn't know what we were doing. But you can watch a movie called... Um, Thank you for not smoking, and it's about a lobbyist for big tobacco. And at the end, it was probably released like 12 years ago. At the end of the movie, um, he the, the kind of the jig is up with smoking. Right now, they have a lot of people like who smokes? Not many people now, right? People vape, if anything. Right. And the people you see smoking are just you know after a few whiskeys. 
you know? <laughs> right. No, some people. But it's not like before, right? You know, when I was a small girl, was people would smoke in the back of airplanes. Yeah. Do you remember that? I, oh, I know it was Lee. I, I actually was not. I didn't write. Uh, I was not in an airplane until I was 15. But I know what you're saying. It was le- it was legal, right? I used to go to Columbia when I was younger. Yeah, and in the back, wow. I remember when I was a small girl. I mean, you're just nosy. When you're a kid, you're just like the nosiest person that ever exists on either end of the spectrum. I think when you get very old or you're really young, you just can't mind your business. So I just, you know, I would remember just staring, and I'm like, I just want to go back there. It's so forbidden, and there'd just be like a cloud of smoke. Um, and now, can you imagine if someone lit up a cigarette on a plane? No, they'd but be on the news. They would be probably be. I do think it's funny. <laughs> My dad lives in Vegas, and I'm going there in a couple of days. There's some kind of, and there's like weed. There's weed lounges there now, but no, you can't <laughs> smoke. Like, well, in Vegas you can at the casinos, but the ventilation is so good in the casinos. But yeah, it it used to be so smoky, and and it's like, well, was the government? Nobody. I don't know that people were pushing it, but they weren't pushing it overtly. It, but it was in the movies, product placement. People yeah. were smoking. It was made to look cool. It was glamorous. And they did have million-dollar lobbyists working for big tobacco. I mean, you know, it was a big, it was a big thing. And sure, some people could say they didn't know, but there, they were, there were people paid to kind of play it down. And the last scene of this movie uh, is um, basically this guy gets a job with cell phone companies. So <laughs> that's like it's like the like kind of like saying like that's the next thing that we're going to kind of try to make sure people aren't aware of. And now finally, I know in California, especially like at, in Berkeley, there is some law that is being, I think, upheld about uh, notification to the public that cell phones could be harmful. Like and that hasn't been the case. Like it's. So, um, you know, and again, not everybody that makes cell phones is bad. And by the way, whatever we do, I don't know that it's going to be perfect. I mean, you know, but I do know from testing to the point where I'm going to spend money and a a lot of money, um, which means that I've felt specifically the the effects. And then not only is it going to be off my feeling, we're going to have like scientists like prove it. (laughs) <laughs> which they have already with similar pro- with other products but no electronics company is coming out with this and so if we sell a lot we're going to make things that are better and better and better you know as it as it kind of progresses so i think it's really cool so um what do we, we want to do now whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa what we want to do now i want to i want to show you a a video that's going to help you in the category of money and business so what we're going to do is play that video, and it's it's really interesting stuff, and I think it's going to help you. So let's go to that now. What's up, believers? All right, so I'm going to tell you something that's really, really important in regards to money and business. It doesn't matter what your business is. You're, you have a presence online. It doesn't matter what your service is. It doesn't matter what your business is. This concept can help you to make more money, and it's very simple. It's basically that competitive intelligence or uh, reverse engineering what others are doing in your market is so important. It's the key to really making money at all, Uh, definitely online, because online things change very quickly. And we're going to go over a couple of tools right now just to help you very briefly. But it doesn't matter if you use these tools or not, because there are other tools available. The idea is that you want to find out 
where your competitors are getting traffic from, how much they might be paying for it, how much their products cost, what their conversion rates might be, and all of that information, not to copy them, but just to be aware of maybe their business model. So you, if you have something similar, you know what you're going to have to do to realistically compete and make money. And this can apply, it doesn't matter if you're small, big, you can apply this to the smallest service. You're always just wanting to see the details of what other people are doing just so you know how to make things better or how to improve or um, how to create something similar but different you know, to give you ideas. So actually, I'm going to give you a few things. And some of you might know a couple of these, but it's just really, really important to keep these in mind. So the first one is just SimilarWeb. And SimilarWeb at SimilarWeb.com is um, market intelligence solutions to track your market share. And you can see at the top on YouTube here, for those watching the video here, um, you can enter a website. So you might enter anything you want. I mean, we could just put in Amazon.com, although that's a huge site. Uh, not a lot of us are going to directly be competing with Amazon right now, right? But when you put in Amazon.com, you're going to get a report in theory if it loads, right? And um, so on this report, you're going to see their category rank. You're going to see their traffic. Similar web is not always 100% correct and accurate, but it gives you an idea. So you see like where a lot of the traffic is coming from in terms of countries. You also see like sort of a split of the traffic sources, direct traffic. So who's typing in Amazon.com, referrals, search, social, mail, display. And again, these are not 100% accurate on similar web, but it gives you an idea because if you go... Like, so here are the top referring sites. If you go to some other sites, like, and, and you see the search terms, and, you know, you have some information here at SimilarWeb. I, I do check it out once in a while. Um, if we go to, like, BuzzFeed, you can get a little bit more specific information in terms of maybe an example here. So you see their traffic. You see the... Uh, the geos or the countries in terms of traffic. And again, a lot of this isn't necessarily correct. I have friends that, and I've had sites that have millions of visitors a month, and it's kind of correct, but it gives you an idea. You'll see a lot of it comes from social. So you see, well, if I have a site like BuzzFeed, I need a lot of my traffic to come from social. Now, by the way, getting that to happen is a whole different thing without paying a ton because Facebook is now pretty tough in terms of delivering traffic for free. Um, but you can see they get 8% from referrals, and you see some of the websites referring them traffic. And so you can start to dig into what those websites are and um, kind of figure out how they might be getting traffic exactly. Um, social, so mostly coming from Facebook. And again, you have to figure out, well, how are they getting, how many fans do they have? Are they paying for that traffic from Facebook? And just, you know, see how many likes and shares the, the posts get. And there are tools, the, the posts get, <laughs> I can't talk right now. And there are tools that help you to find out even the most popular Facebook posts, um, 
One is called, I'm going to tell you right now, the cheapest one that I've found, socialinsight.io. That's socialinsight.io, I believe. Let me let this load up here. Yeah, this is one of them. Start a 14-day trial. Mm, no, this is not it. Let's try again. Let's try again. Bow down. We're in Las Vegas now. We're going to a concert tomorrow night. Should be good. All right, let me see here. Social, social. Yeah, that's it. Social. Okay, no, I got it wrong. I was almost right. Socialinsider.io. Socialinsider.io. Yeah, this is the one. There are others. There are others like this, but they cost way more. This one you can try for free. Socialinsider.io. And you see the pricing, like if you click the pricing page, um, 59 bucks a month, seven-day free trial, but it's actually a pretty good service. It's a pretty good service. Like they have a lot of um, insight in terms of like uh, competitors' posts on Facebook. So if you want to know what the most popular post on Facebook was, you know, it says spot your competition's boosted content on Facebook. So who, what they're actually paying to boost? What type of content are your competitors boosting? Do they boost videos or blog posts? And um, monitor your competitors' hashtags on Instagram. To, you know, da da da. This one is pretty good because the price is low. Some of these other ones cost hundreds of dollars a month for similar information. So um, in terms of Facebook posts, that's one that came to mind. The socialinsight.io is different. I think that's for scheduling and things like that. So socialinsider.io. Um, similar web is good. And then we got bigbigads.com, which is a pretty, pretty sweet name, right? Bigbigads.com. And what is bigbigads.com? You can create a freak account and then basically you can see what popular uh, Facebook posts are here. So if we put in like make money, right, we find uh, 30,000 matching ads and we, we sort by the number of likes, for example. We can see like who's talking about make money. Uh, this is pretty... This is a pretty bad example. This is a pretty bad example. Let me take, uh, well, let's just say jewelry. That's one of their, all right, so here's some jewelry. Sort by likes. And you can start to see, this one has 445,000 likes. So this girl, Journey Spiritual Craft, they must be balling. And you can see this is in, uh, I don't know what's going on here. You got to see, you got to figure out which, which country this is getting posted in. Um, you can click it, and then all of these services usually have paid upgrades, like big, big ads. You can see a lot for free, though, but um, this looks like it might be from the Philippines. I think that's Tag Tagalog. You like my language? All right, over here, you can set the country, though. It's locked. It's like a paid feature, I think. Let's just try setting it to the United States. Hello. Negative. You got to upgrade for that. So let's go down here. You can see, you know, this one's in India. 
the point here's uh here's another one 424,000 likes somebody's somebody's balling out tracks nyc custom jewelry men's earrings women's earrings featured jewelry so i mean i have no idea who they're selling to i don't know what's going on here but all i know is if you start looking into this you use some of this stuff you can figure out what these people are doing then you really are going to try to figure out who they're targeting and things like that you could even start selling things in different countries but the point is in this video it's just a quick reminder and a quick sort of delving into uh, in a quick way competitive intelligence as a um, as a process because you do it with almost everything and you can get ideas this way I mean, who would have thought that selling rings in the Philippines might work out? All right, here's something in India. 357,000 likes. Luscious lace bracelet with rosette ring. Uh, that's, an, that's the Indian currency. I think, I don't know, what's that called? It's not rubles, right? I don't know. I don't know the name. It's I think it's R-A-K-H-S or something, right? Um, pay online or cash on delivery. So if... If you're in India, you could do cash on delivery. Now, a lot of these, so you can click and you can see where it goes. Or you can, right, right here, you can click. All right. So you can kind of see where it goes, see the website, see what's going on. And then with other tools, all right, they're just selling, you know, they're selling rings. With other tools, you can possibly, you know, depending on what you're trying to do, this is Facebook, but you start to figure out who they might be targeting by paying attention to other things, maybe other competitive intelligence tools. Um, we'll get into that in future videos. So this is one that's good for Facebook ads because there's a lot you can do with this. You can put in a lot of things here and if you upgrade, you can do a lot of things as well. I have nothing to do with big, big ads. I just thought it was, it actually gives you a lot of information for free. So that's why I'm bringing it up. The last one is AdBeat that I'm going to talk to you about in this video. So AdBeat is like um, people making big money. So you can say popular, you can see popular searches, lowermybills.com. All right. So AdBeat will show you like the biggest people running display ads online. Display are like banners, right? And native ads, video ads they do. They show people's landing pages. So, I mean, if you want to figure out how to make a lot of money online, well, go to AdBeat and see who's spending the most money with display ads and figure out, hopefully, if they're making a profit. Because just because somebody's spending a lot of money doesn't mean they're making a lot of profit. That's a, that's a whole, you know, that's another story. You don't know what their margins are. You don't know what their profit is. Um, they might even be losing money up front and making money on the back end. So you have to figure out what I mean by that is with their upsells and the, you know, the things they're doing on the back end with selling stuff to their customers twice or three times if they have their email and you know with their email list and stuff like that. So um but it gives you a good it, all of this stuff gives you a good good ideas, you know. You really have to it's just the tip of the iceberg though. I have to tell you because as much as you can look at lowermybills.com and figure out their ads and everything else, then you have to go to their website, their business model, and then you can't copy them. I mean, you know, because they have a head start on you. 
So, you know, if you can do something better to improve the, uh, the service or product or you can do something a little bit different but similar, you know, it can give you ideas on what kind of ads you have to run, where you have to run them. I think in the paid version, it'll tell you, it'll tell you where they are actually running. Are they running on Google ads? Um, or AdWords, I should say, right? Or uh, other other at display ad networks. It'll give you a lot more information than it does, I think, just in this free version here. I have we have the paid version somewhere of AdBeat. So these are all the uh, some of the ads. It's pretty cool. You know, for LowerMyBills.com, you get ad copy here for free. I'm not even you know I haven't paid for this. I haven't logged in. I should say. So AdBeat is another great source of competitive intelligence. And then you look at people's websites and their landing page and, and all this stuff. And really, it just depends how big you are, how, how many employees you have, what you're actually going to do. Because once you get all this information, that's great. But doing it is a different story. And, and how long it's going to, you know, how good you can create, how good you can make your landing page how long it's going to take you to create each portion of whatever business you're going to try to do that's similar to your competitors. And you have to really realistically think how long that's going to take. If you're already a big business, then this this uh, you can do more. And this becomes even more valuable. But paying attention to every detail, I can't emphasize enough. And the final thing is that your competitors can, of course, also become your partners. In the future, you can you can promote each other's items and products and services and set up a commission agreement or some sort of um, mutual advertising agreement where you, you advertise each other's products. And so, um, so I think this can be a very good thing. And I definitely, this is the key to everything. No matter what course you take, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll solve every course for you and we're going to sell courses and I think they're going to be great. But I'm going to tell you right now, all you have to do, if you want to make money, look at what other people are doing and do something better or similar. But you have to pay attention to every part of it. And sometimes when you change the littlest thing, it means that it's not going to work. So if you think you're going to do something similar, but it's different, and you change something, and you run ads you're going to get different results. I mean, every little thing can matter. So you just have to adjust and keep it moving. So I hope this has at least helped get your mind going. I can't emphasize enough how important this is. And uh, I hope it's really helped you. I'm kind of tired when I'm recording this. And uh, <laughs> this is Nicholas Upchurch for Believe. And I think we, we really want to help you succeed and help you make more money and help you to find true success and be healthy, help you with uh, understanding, maybe finding some positive in world news and finding out what's going on in our universe. So, of course, our website is www.believe.love. Subscribe on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash believe loves you. And leave us comments, ask questions. I'm here to help you. So it's an honor if I can help you. And we're going to give you more valuable videos. We have hundreds for free. So much valuable content. Interviews with business leaders, CEOs, Jim Rogers, billionaire investor. So much great stuff for free for you. So it's an honor to bring that to you. All you have to do is share the links. 
and take action. Try to have success. And if you have success, if this helps you, let us know in the comments on our site, believe.love, or on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash believe loves you. So I will talk to you again soon. Have a great day or night, wherever you may be.